0: Welcome back to Anything Joe's, a collaborative journey through the world of G.I. Joe. My name is Greg Engel. And I'm Jaron Decker. And we'll be your host today. Today, it is back to the comic book grind with G.I. Joe number nine. G.I. Joe number nine is, as I think we've probably mentioned before, an interesting hiccup in the original run of G.I. Joe because it's one of a very small handful. I want to say off the top of my head, maybe five issues that aren't written by Larry Hama. And also, like we mentioned in the last issue, this, these issues get uh, downplayed a lot because A, they're not written by Larry. B, there's quite a bit of stuff getting ready to happen in the book. So people tend to skip over this one or they don't feel like it has the same like fluidity as the, the run in general. And those are all accurate things. They're they're right. When you get into the book, it doesn't have the same feel. And issue eight didn't either, but I don't think that makes it a bad issue. As a matter of fact, if you li- if you listen to that episode, I especially really came around on my feelings towards it as a whole. And my hope is that the issue nine will be the same way that i have not read this in a long time it (laughs) it really is an issue that i skip over a lot when i'm rereading books and i guess that's not really fair to them and certainly now that more writers have had a chance to try their hand at g.i joe it doesn't seem as displaced as it used to i don't think so without further ado let's take a look at g.i joe number nine i do want to say right off the bat that the cover for number nine is amazing it is extremely good. It's got a very solid piece of art, like it conveys one singular piece of action that is really captures like a an intense moment, and it draws you in. So the if you're not watching this on YouTube, if you're just listening to us, the cover issue nine is there's a Cobra chopper of I guess an unnamed. It's not a Fang. It's just like a generic chopper. As we've established many times, they just made vehicles willy-nilly to fit their needs and didn't think about us as the consumer we want toys (laughs) scarlet is hanging out the side of the plane with a gun in one hand drawn back and the other hand is on the like kerchief or scarf of a cobra officer as she is basically falling out of the plane and kind of pulling him with her and the cobra officer has his like the butt of his gun raised like he's gonna try to hit her but i mean i don't Think he's got the drop on her because she could just shoot him, <laughs> but obviously if they if she goes he goes and vice versa because she doesn't have a grip on any part of the plane at all. I mean, her, <laughs> her boot is on the stand and that's it. So I think that's drawn in a really like kinetic way. It really conveys what's happening. It does give you a sense of like peril, and I, I'm i here for it. Scarlet's outfit looks good. It's there's a little bit of variation between what we're kind of used to seeing with it. The, maybe might be the coloring. More so than anything else, but it still hits all the right notes. There's a lot of onlookers on the beach down below that are looking up, seeing the action above them, maybe thinking, "I hope she doesn't hit me, <laughs> fall on me." <laughs> yeah. And then our our caption, the very bottom corner, says, "If Scarlet should fail, war." What do you think about this cover? I I really enjoy it. I think the colors are really good, similar to the
1: issue eight. I really like the colors on it. I, 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 my first thought when I saw Scarlet was like, man, what is she doing? Cause if she pulls that trigger, they're both gone. Like, but the more, you know, when you really think about it, that is a really cool way to explain it. But my first thought was just like, I guess she's gonna, you know, if she's going to go out, she's taking him with him. I feel like if I was one of those onlookers, though, I would be panicking, like the, the, the gentleman grabbing the woman and being like, hey, there's a helicopter. <laughs> not, not the other ones, like the guy in the water with his hands behind his back just kind of glaring upwards, or the kid playing with a the ball.
0: They're like, hey, everybody, get your beach blanket. Maybe we can catch a woman. <laughs> All right, so let's crack this bad boy open and see what we got. Do you got Joe issue number nine, The Diplomat, Frontline, Nebraska. The little farmhouse looks peaceful in the morning sun. But as the Joe named Stalker knows, see Stalker behind a tree on this farmhouse. He's counting down as they kick the door in on this innocent looking little uh, house. He, Stalker's got a lot of action going on here. He's not only is he kicking the door down, he's also swinging the butt of his gun upwards to like disarm an officer right off the bat, like as soon as he's in the door. We finally got these Cobra goons with their pants down. There's like four guys right here in the they're work, working on a computer facility. You can see that they have some kind of security system so they know that and you can see the other Joes charging in. You can see some kind of generic green shirts behind stalker in the door escorting him. This Cobra officer that's running the the surveillance machine doesn't quite have a Cobra logo on his helmet. <laughs> it's almost like an Egyptian looking like a king yeah. style branding the entire installation surrounded by gho squadrons all stations terminate operations you know l- looking back at it now
1: i can see where they put the the people's names on the computer mm-hmm. that is that is really clever i like that touch
0: i like that too they kind of in, are incorporating the credits into the mm-hmm. into the book Stephen grant is the writer of this book and Mike osberg is the penciler. Stalker makes his way in the door and hits another guy with the butt of his gun. He's really uh, is taking the peaceful route. Uh, Maybe I guess they have (laughs) questions they need answered. Breaker, get to the computer. The information in it could blow this terrorist organization wide open. Breaker throws a fist and knocks out the guy that's at the uh, terminal. No sweat, Stalker, except this creep already started the erase sequence. We think Breaker would call that delete (laughs) as being a computer guy, but okay. Well, nothing I can't handle there. Most of the database is still intact. Shouldn't be hard to get it all on tape. Of course, it'll take me a few minutes. We see a Cobra officer kind of off in the distance. He's like behind tucked behind a hallway. He's got his gun drawn. He gets the drop on breaker. If you'd like to do the honor stalker stalker shows up behind him and knocks him out. can't believe we're reading a full page of this book with breaker in it. And there's no bubble gum in sight. It's funny because he's almost unrecognizable as a breaker without that.
1: Yeah he looks like a green shirt without his bubble gum
0: yeah and i guess a little bit of that is because trimpy's not drawing this one so Mm. you get we're seeing a pretty not radically different art style because they i mean stalker looks like stalker i can't critique that um but breaker definitely doesn't look like the breaker we know and love i feel like
1: if stalker was going to be hitting so many people with his gun he should have just brought like a baseball bat or something
0: (laughs) right you're not going to shoot him why even bother yeah huh i'm getting some kind of interference Breaker's fiddling with the, like, knobs and stuff on the terminal. Suddenly, the Cobra Commander pops up on screen. Holy cow, Cobra Commander. Greetings, you pathetic Claude. Despite your efforts, we have remote control of that installation. Goodbye. Stalker's, like, rounded up all the bad guys, and he's getting them out the door. Breaker jumps, grabs some kind of, like, suitcase terminal. Move it. We're sitting on a bomb. Shoves him out of the way. The whole farmhouse blows up. How did you know? A little snake told me bad we lost the computer info not all of it i managed to grab the computer's pack on my way out don't know how much good it'll do us but well it's more than we had before so
1: i have to ask that top panel with those cobra officers is that the first time that rob liefeld
0: drew a comic <laughs> book character you would think that but there are no pouches they're just big they are extremely muscular though they are jacked, but not enough pouches. You would think if they were that beefy, it would take more than the hit of a butt of a gun to knock them out. And they have <laughs> helmets on, also. But yeah, they're they're recruiting straight from Gold's gym. <laughs> Cut to GI Joe headquarters. Hawk showing a slideshow. That was yesterday. Assuming they are reviewing that footage. The tape breaker goddess was spotty, but it mentioned an upcoming assassination attempt. It also concerned Brian Hassel. State Department diplomat involved in talks with the Persian Gulf nation of Al-Alawi, which I assume is fictional. The only thing I could find about it in my checking was a was a Sikh religious leader. Hmm. These talks could swing Al-Alawi into the U.S. sphere of influence. If Hassel were killed, the talks will be jeopardized. That would suit Cobra fine. Clutch, Scarlet, U.S. escort, Hassel to the talks. Stalker, Snake Eyes, try to track down someone who can confirm Cobra's plan. Like Cobra commander himself? You do? Hawk, do I have to team up with Clutch? Isn't there anyone else? You have your order, Soldier. Actually, you know what? It's funny because this is—we've seen multiple, at least since October, the October Guard issue, where Scarlet and Clutch have kind of got like a beef with each other. Where they're kind of like—it's kind of like mm-hmm. friendly banter, but they also really don't get, seem to get along. And <laughs> I like that that is, continues to like kind of play as the as the series goes on for quite a while. Cl- Clutch doesn't really reform much over the years but he's not he does get less offensive than he has been in the early issues
1: it's like that uh it's like that playful banner where you know that they're
0: both seriously meaning 95 mm-hmm. percent of what they say cut to cobra central cobra commander bad news cobra commander is half hyphenated here which is unusual to me so cobra central also looks like a huge Kirby-esque. It's like wall-to-wall computer. No part of Cobra Central is like, <laughs> there are no couches, no sinks, all computers. The officers are on the wall kind of watching as he gets this news and they're whispering amongst one another, uh-oh, he'll flip out. Glad it's not me delivering that message. Too bad we're in the room. Uh, G.I. Joe has learned of our plans for a hassle. They're escorting him. Ha, <laughs> excellent. Initiate attacks immediately. This will make a most amusing game. The Cobra, the Cobra courier is like, So you can they're all sweating because they think he's just going to turn around and throw a fit or start shooting people. (laughs) Standard Cobra Commander freak out. Cut to the French Riviera. Look, Scarlet, or whatever your name is, I do not need protection and I'm not about to give up what's left of my vacation. Sorry you feel that way, Mr. Hassel, but orders are orders. So Scarlet and Hassel are kind of on the beach. They're in regular clothes, just chilling out. Clutch is buried in the sand up to his head. That's telling him, Scarlet. (laughs) Shut up, Clutch. (laughs) I take my orders from the State Department, not the military. And frankly, I'm not convinced this Cobra is after me or even that they exist at all. As they turn around, Cobra, like frog troopers are popping out of the ocean. There they are. Kill them. They shoot up these harpoon guns. Scarlet pushes Hassel as they dive out of the way. This is another, uh, you know, a new created character. They kind of look like Cobra eels except they have like a, a yellowish-orange tinge to their outfit. But I guess you couldn't just put regular officers. It's actually pretty cool looking when you look at it. On the, on the next page, um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but they it has a very sleek and interesting design. In the cartoon, they kind of wore red outfits all the time, and this looks a lot like that, just a different color. Clutch pops out from being buried in the sand. Turns out he had his gun with him the whole time. You mean you don't have a crossbow <laughs> packed in that bikini, Scarlet? Up to me, I guess. Starts laying down suppressive fire on right away machine gun we're not prepared for that well that's pretty stupid to not be prepared for some sort of (laughs) some sort of comeuppance
1: they know that gi joe is (laughs) is escorting them but they're like
0: buddies at the i can't believe these military guys brought guns all he brought is a harpoon it shoots once and then we have to leave (laughs) they dive back into the ocean back to the boat we'll catch them later scarlet is escorting Hassel to his car convinced convinced get me out of here thought you'd see it that way into the car Clutch is still laying down fire at them as they are you can see in the distance that they're getting back on their boat
1: look i just gotta say from a human practical perspective i would hate to ride in that car
0: afterwards it's gotta have so much sand in it <laughs> yeah right sand and water because they jump right in yeah minutes later at Hassel's hotel get a move on Hassel. it's a cinch scober knows we're here we're just lucky they haven't pressed their attack Hassel, are you taking a bath in there or what sorry I almost forgot my briefcase you could show a little patience i've never engaged in this kind of thing before uh-oh this door won't open What? Listen. Scarlet is trying the door handle. She puts her ear to the door and uh, captioning it in between panels which is a nice touch. You can hear Scarlet makes a grimacing face. There's a bomb. We're trapped. As long as I can get into my bag, we're never trapped. Scarlet starts pulling out some stuff. She readily assembles her crossbow and then with a swoop, she fires a crossbow bolt out the window onto a nearby electrical pole. Uh, It has a wire attached to it. And, uh, you ever seen a higher wire act, Hassel? Uh, yeah. Grab hold and pretend we're in the circus. So they, Scarlet's using her crossbow as a, kind of like a zip line as she attaches it to the wire. Hassel's got his arms around Scarlet's waist. Scarlet's like dipped up in the air. Uh, you know what? I just gotta say it. This is a lot of thigh (laughs) for a children's book. Yeah. Um it's a little it's a i mean it's a little much (laughs) frankly uh i'm sure young greg didn't mind but looking back on it now (laughs) i'm like wow don't look down they slide down the line and pop off at the ground starter up clutch are you too good to take elevators now suddenly the bomb explodes in the room and travel pops out the window does that answer your question it's just asking we could have been killed back there. We could be killed up ahead. Excuse me while I change into my fighting clothes and you keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> Clutch's <laughs> got a great grandma's, Clutch's smile in here is like real, it really captures his personality. Cut to London, England, home of Sutherland Munition Works, supplier of weaponry to nations large and small. And it is rumored to terrorist organizations who can meet the price. After a bunch of chips and brushers. All right, we gotta stop. What's that mean? What's it? Is that fish and chips? I've heard, like, bangers and mash. Why do we always get stuck on the food stuff? Because it's weird. First it was Georgian yogurt suckers. (sighs) Uh, If you're out there and you know what chips and brassers are, please write us at anythingjoespodcast at gmail.com or anythingjoespod at gmail.com.
1: And if you've ever read any other issue
0: of G.I. Joe and there's a weird food, just... Go ahead and preemptively tell us what it is, because (laughs) we can't afford to try international food, so we just have to have people describe it to us in great detail. Anyway, owner Derek Sutherland returns to his office. He will soon learn he has visitors, much to his regret. This... fantastic caricature of someone from london who's got like a bow tie and a bowler hat he looks like he makes me think of looks like, like the penguin he looks like the penguin you took the words literally out of my mouth <laughs> he looks like a version of the penguin somebody puts a gun to his temple <laughs> jove tell me what i want to know Derek and my friend won't pull that trigger this is a stalker talking we know about your dealings with cobra tell us where to find them Derek takes off his little cute little bowler hat and on a piece of paper writes down room is bugged afraid you've got me wrong old boy a cobra is a poisonous indian snake isn't it or is it african continues to write address in amsterdam okay you're off the hook i believe you i found out otherwise we'll be back understand indubitably
1: can i say really quick this guy's name is derek
0: sutherland yeah
1: am i the only person to just not feel like that is a very londoner name
0: what do you think this guy's name real name should be i don't know like bartholomew <laughs> like he looks like a uh, an archibald
1: archibald that's a good yeah like <laughs> i don't know i mean if this is the 80s this man is in his 80s i don't see someone in 1905 being like we're going to name our son Derek."
0: <laughs> it just it feels weird to me but hey I he, lo- he looks like a uh oswald cobblepot comes to mind <laughs> <laughs> Seconds after the G.I. Joe's leave, he's got also a huge terminal behind his, like, bookcase. Sutherland calling Cobra Central. The code word is courier. Proceed. G.I. Joe has been given your message and are on their way. You put on a good show? Excellent. A pity we must sacrifice one of your resources. And then he gets, like, electrocuted or something. You can see he jerks back and there's, like, a staticky effect around him. His body slumps to the floor. It's, like, giving off a weird aura of, like, not smoke, but, I don't know, like, he got zapped but things must be kept looking authentic. France. Clutch and Scarlet are still driving in the, looks like the farm territory. There's the airstrip, Scarlet. Once we get on board that plane, our job's as good as over. It's straight to the conference after that. Whoops, company coming in. They want to make sure we stay home. Another vehicle pulls up behind them and it looks like they're sh- trying to shoot out their tires. Think you could do something? Scarlet gets in her little satchel bag. Oh, I don't know, pulls out a grenade. Takes the pin out with their teeth, which is a real badass move. I guess it's a toss-up. Throws the grenade over her shoulder. <laughs> real cool, real cool, actually. Women, you would never make up your minds. The uh, jeep behind him hits, gets hits by the grenade, blows up, flips over. Hey, slow down, we'll miss the ramp. Now ah, look what he's done, diplomat. He's speeding up. One tip: don't ever criticize Clutch's driving. They pull the car into the like loading bay of the airplane as it's taking off. This is where Fast and the Furious stole it from. Clutch, yeah, right? No, because the car doesn't jump over the (laughs) boon or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Clutch makes his way up into the cabin to talk to the pilot. There are a lot of folks coming who'd love to spill our blood pilot, so let's get this thing in the air. And they're gone. Scarlet sits down in the co-pilot seat. Thanks, this is the first chance I've had all day to catch my breath. Internal monologue. Something funny about these cobra attacks. They seem almost half-hearted. She takes a glance at one of the gauges. Hey, we're flying the wrong way. Suddenly, the pilot pulls the gun on her. Wrong way for you, babe. Right way for me. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's being called babe. She slaps him in the face with her duffel bag. He fires... Uh, oh, she's also slapping his gun down. Pretty good defense. He fires that gun, and it, it, but it fires into the console of the airplane itself. Uh, airplane takes us.
1: Hey, that's a good way to to, like, to make sure you see that, hey, look, he is being hit, and his gun is
0: also being knocked away. Safely. There's a lot of good, like flow of action in this book overall. Lots of like mm-hmm. kicking the door and, and hitting the trooper and this type of stuff. It all yeah. it does all flow very well, and it conveys like a real sense of movement. I think, and uh, I like that a lot. Airplane takes a straight nosedive. Like literally, there would you would not <laughs> recover from that if I know anything about airplanes, and I don't. Scarlet, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Get in here, Clutch. The pilot was a Cobra. How are you at flying? Anything on wheels I can handle. Great, we're on wings. Ah, then it's iffy. See if you can raise some help. Radio's dead, Bullet got it. Half the controls are gone too, this'll be tricky. Um, that's a mountain you're aiming us at, grease monkey. <laughs> Everyone's gotta die sometime, right? Besides, that little piece of property will make do as a makeshift landing strip. Clutch is starting to bring it into this very isolated piece of mountain terrain better grab something solid hassle this will be rough plane hits, a, hits the ground and does a little skip then it starts to skid and it slides all the way to the edge of the cliff and it stops with about half of it kind of hanging off of the front you can open your eyes now Hot Shot. into the car again this might be a stroke of luck no one knows where we are Get into the car, and then they—I would love to say that they back out because in this picture of the car, it's facing the front of the plane. In the very next panel, they're driving out of it, not in reverse, just forward. But uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe the plane is so large they turn the car around inside.
1: Seems like a- No, I think I think you had it right. I think you're right. It it had to have flipped around. Also, this is definitely out of the Fast and the Furious. Movie. <laughs> like the Fast and the Furious, definitely somebody one of the writers has read these comic books i'm convinced
0: vin diesel vin (laughs) diesel is like i got got a great idea you guys ever read gij number nine i'm gonna turn it into a movie
1: (laughs) they got the whole pretty good vin diesel yeah (laughs) the whole nine movie franchise from these two comic panels
0: (laughs) (laughs) this might be a stroke of luck no one knows where we are by the time the pilot wakes up and walks down the mountain we'll be at our destination the weight of the car leaving forces the airplane to just succumb to gravity, and it just flops <laughs> off the edge and dives down. I don't think that pilot's walking anywhere. No, I don't think that dude's going to be okay. Cut to Amsterdam. Stalker is questioning a woman in a it looks like a hotel. You want to talk to Lola, soldier? Top floor, room 13. You've been a big help. And you should have a big reception, no? She picks up the phone. Come on, come on, answer the phone. Somebody puts their hand on the top of the... Uh, I don't remember, God, these phones are so old, I don't even remember the terminology the anymore. Receiver? Is that it? Nah, I get, no, the receiver is the part you talk into. Oh, okay. There's a little button you would hold down, and it would basically be like the, when your phone is hung up, it would sit on these. Mm, yep. If you know the name of the part of the phone that gets clicked on that makes the <laughs> dial tone happen, please write in to gmail.com Title your email, Old People Talk. <laughs> Snake Eyes puts his hand on the phone and cuts it off. And has got his gun drawn is kind of watching over she's like uh oh stalker cuts to we're up to room 13 he opens the doors in complete darkness you can come out now or we can do it the hard way uh interesting a hologram of cobra commander appears by all means let's do it the hard way, way. you might as well drop your head on hassle king snake we know all about it really did you know that Hassel is the assassin dun, dun, dun. what suddenly the room starts to fill with gas gotta hug the floor by time while it filters down. Hassel is our mole planted years ago for such an occasion. His murder of the al Alway representative will destroy American credibility with the third world. And G.I. Joe is escorting him. Some joke, eh? Very funny. Come now. I wouldn't be telling you this if there were any way out of the room. Goodbye, Stalker. Stalker grabs his uh, walkie-talkies and just yells the name Snake Eyes. One huge boom panel as Snake Eyes just immediately is like, yeah no problem it's me snake eyes i blow doors off their hinges even though i only have a gun in my hand <laughs> bring stalker out it's got his gun drawn on the women we'll worry about this dump later we have to stop scarlet and clutch before they make a terrible mistake what do you think the name of this now that you can see on the door is plainly written that there's the name of the place they were at it's obviously cafe and then the three letters that you can see are m-a-g you think it's magic what about cafe mage I think it's got to be magic. That's my guess. Cafe Magpie. That could work too. <laughs> I don't know. That next letter. I bet you're right. It's Because if you look at that, there's just a hint of the next letter and it could be a lowercase I. Cafe Magic sucks. I would never go there for a coffee. Cafe Magpie does sound dope. If my name was Oswald, I would frequent Cafe Magpie. got <laughs> to the Italian Alps, just south of the French border. Looks like Clutch and Scarlet are driving in their car along a very thin mountainside. Two helicopters have shown up and are engaging them, start shooting down at them. More company, Clutch. Better speed it up. I've got the pedal to the metal right now. You'll have to handle it. I thought you said they wouldn't find us. We were wrong. We'll put it in our report, okay? Even more trouble up ahead. A couple of cars trying to squeeze us off the road. they got two cars coming ad- against them, basically. Again, the part of this mount is so narrow, there's almost no room to navigate. Looks to me like they're up for a game of chicken. What? No, you can't. Cuts again and is making a great face where he's like got his teeth gritted he's kind of smiling he's totally into it don't sweat it man i did this all the time when i was growing up in jersey never lost once one of the cars skids off the just like chickens out and goes off the side the other car goes the other way bounces off the cliffside, side and then also goes off the side never well once choppers coming in overhead wait they aren't shooting they're dropping some kind of canisters they're driving across a bridge over some water These canisters hit the bridge and start exploding. It's poison gas. I'll seal up the car before we even have to worry. One of them's coming in low. It's like inside the car. Go. Scarlet, get in here. Trying to, I guess, roll up the window so they don't get the effects of the gas. But Scarlet has just effectively blown up an entire helicopter with her machine gun, which is pretty cool. Got it. But the gas is getting me. Where? A canister at my feet. I didn't notice it before. I can't see a thing. Only one way to go now. Clutch drives off the bridge, directly into the water. Chopper flies overhead. They're gone. Cobra commander won't be pleased. Make sure we got to go closer. They pull all the way down to the face of the water and suddenly Scarlet's hand emerges from within and grabs the bottom of the chopper skid. Nothing down there I can see. Scarlet opens the door and confronts the Cobra trooper. Maybe you're just looking in the wrong place you she throws him out of the helicopter and takes over beautiful this baby will get us to our destination odd that after all cobra's efforts we're still alive though they've never been inept before clutch and hassle get onto the plane clutch's co-pilot hassles in the back yeah it's like they wanted to give us the run around but wanted hassle at the talks Hassel suddenly pulls a revolver on him too true but too late keep this whirly bird headed I don't know how to say that. Keep this whirly bird headed for Montreux.
1: I, I don't understand the French language. Two thousand years later. All
0: right, so we took a little detour there so I could figure out how to say Montreux, and that's still probably butchering it. But wow, that was incredible. Keep this whirly bird headed for Montreux, and you'll live a little longer. You make sure
1: to cut out the uh, 484 times that you say this.
0: Yeah, sorry. I'll have to edit out the four and a half hours it took me to find someone pronouncing it. And then the the, (laughs) the two days that I only said that word until I got it. (laughs) It's been a long week on this episode. Should have guessed that that's how Cobras kept finding us. There's a homing device in the briefcase, isn't there? I didn't expect you to figure it out at all. You action types aren't renowned for your brains. Land in that circle down there. They sat down on the side of a snowy mountain outside of a little cottage. Actually, things worked out rather well for Cobra. After all, it isn't every day we can implicate G.I. Joe in an assassination plot. And we escorted you right to our quarry. Remember, you insisted. So they've got a couple of, there's a bunch of like Cobra officers that have met them at the landing point. They're escorting them inside at gunpoint. Now they've got them all tied up. As my co conspirators, you'll of course prefer death to capture. Of course. When you hear a shot, kill them. Then get rid of the ropes and get lost. Should we make their lives easier? Yeah, let's get rid of the ropes for them. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Chateau at the bottom of the slope. Welcome news, Your Excellency, the American representative is on his way. Soon you will finish a defense and commerce pact with the Americans, and we will have everything a modern nation needs. Jet planes, electric toothbrushes, Datsuns. It's a great day <coughs> for all our way. Yes, a great day. Cut back to the cottage. Did you hear something? Hmm? No? The guy that... Kind of peeks in to check on Scarlet and Clutch and then he gets grabbed and pulled inside. The other officer turns around. Ah, did you say something? Scarlet pops the door open and does a big vertical kick on his head. Not a thing, sorry. Dug up some skis. We might pull our fat out of this yet. Maybe. If Hassel hasn't gotten to the ambassador yet. Hassel, at that exact moment is walking in the door to meet the representative. Mr Ambassador, I'm Brian Hassel. Yes, the American representative. I was so hoping for Henry Kissinger. That's a joke that has aged. Well look at Joe plane. They must have tumbled by hassle. Scarlet and Clutch are skiing down the slope and there's a pretty weird looking co- GI Joe plane in the air. Couldn't doesn't look like a plane, period. Looks like a cardboard box, honestly.
1: It it looks it looks like
0: if I tried to draw the night raven. That's a good call. It is bad. <laughs> yeah. They'll never land in time to be of any use to us, which means it's still up to me. Scarlet skis off of like a ramp you can see that she's basically outside the window where they're having their meeting and she's skiing directly towards them you have a gift for me mr Hassel, a very special gift handpicked by my superiors pulls a gun out of his briefcase turn around ambassador scarlet comes crashing through the window on her skis no not now you're too late she will always be too late to thwart cobra Hassel immediately turns the gun on the ambassador and fires hits him directly in the chest Scarlet says, "Shut up! I'm gonna make wish. I'm gonna make you wish you'd never seen me." She kicks him with with the ski on, and pretty impressive. It's gotta hurt. And then the rest of the Joes are here, and they basically storm the building. Do not move. You're surrounded. She she broke in here, killed the ambassador. I tried to stop her. The ambassador from the floor begins to speak. Your tongue is golden. Put your words dross. He's alive. Take this message to your Cobra masters. Pig slaps him across the face. Get it, son. Be humiliated. <laughs> In my land, assassinations are a fact of life. So are bulletproof vests. Opens up his outfit and he's got a big bulletproof vest on with some bullet holes in it. You may take him away now. I failed, but Cobra will never be stopped. You'll pay for this. You'll pay. Back to Cobra Central. Cobra Commander, bad news. Oh? Hassel was captured. The talks go on. How unfortunate. You are not angry? Should I be? It was only a game. And there will always be another game. The end. That guy did a nice little wardrobe
1: change right there in the in mid-panel. A little, little bit of inconsistencies there.
0: All right, so that's the end of issue nine. Before we debrief on this issue, let's look at the letters page from this. Jaren, can you read anything of interest in this issue? Because this will probably be the first time where we've had a post box to pit where they are talking about stuff that's not sort of just like, Pat's on the back more or less. We've been looking at them from issue to issue to see if there was anything talked about that from a retrospective point of view was interesting, but up to this point there really hasn't been a whole lot of that. Every letters page that they've published, and there hasn't been a letters page for, but for maybe half of the issues thus far. Obviously the first two or three issues, you don't have the mail yet to publish it because these are published and made ahead of time. But Mm -hmm. in this issue, they are actually talking about some stuff that I thought was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, the the first one is definitely, in my opinion, the most interesting that it's uh this is brett and i think it's bashable if, if i'm reading that correctly god, brett, if you're listening
0: god <laughs> brett if, if you're listening i'm sorry that you probably got beat up all through your life because your last name is bashable
1: <laughs> um so he says uh he says dear codename creators i just got the fifth issue of gi joe and liked it a lot but i'm afraid i missed a couple earlier issues can i get them as for number six, I particularly liked how Cobra tried to get the MOBAT. Any chance you guys... So that, that's the first part, which is interesting. You know, he's trying to get back issues. Um, but, but the really cool, the fun part here is the, the second part. He just throws in, any chance you guys may make a G.I. Joe animated Saturday morning cartoon series like Spider-Man and The Hulk? <laughs> so that's, I mean, of course, interesting because this is pre-cartoon. Uh, so the first it's a it's a pretty long uh, pretty long answer, but the first half is dealing with hey you know sorry that you sorry that you missed those issues it's uh, it's just impossible for us to be able to offer back issues that's why you should never miss your favorite Marvels on the newsstand uh, and then then it says as for GI Joe animated features as you may be aware Brett Marvel Productions animated the GI Joe commercial that appeared on TV a while back. We're now at work on five 30 second animated TV commercials for the GI Joe comic, you'll be seeing them on air this winter. We'd like nothing better than to bring your GI, bring you a GI Joe Saturday morning series,
0: but that decision is up to the networks, not us. So write them already. Yeah. A couple of interesting things about this. So we already, we knew that the, in the very first episode, we talked about how you could not advertise toys for children on TV any longer. So, the clever, like the loophole for that, that they found that was unique to D.I. Joe at this time was they would make commercials for the comic book, which just happened to be filled with toys. Mm-hmm. And so, we are aware on our timeline at least that that has already started happening, that they are already effectively rolling out those commercials to pull in people for the comic book. And we also know that in the timeline, which if you've watched the cartoon based on the cast you would probably have already figured this out but the cartoon hasn't started yet and isn't even i guess at this point an official thing but is not that far away from where we're
1: at so uh this next one is basically someone trying to get a no prize it's uh it says there are a couple mistakes though on page 6 panel 5 this is in reference to jojo number 6 uh, the mission members are Stalker, Scarlet, Clutch, Steeler, Grand Slam, and Breaker. But in the story, Grand Slam wasn't there. Flash was, and nobody can grow a beard overnight like Steeler did. All in all, it was a good, good story. So until Thor gets a punk rock haircut, make mine Marvel. I don't know what that last bit there is, but that's a pretty classic uh, letters
0: page thing. They would do a lot of. They would say a lot of goofy things like that i'll be a marvel fan until spider-man eats flies or something like that i don't know well i'm sure thor got a punk rock haircut at some time he probably did so so
1: poor anthony john Subis from san jose california man you might you might not be a marvel fan anymore if that's the case
0: (laughs) i would imagine most of these people are not avid fans or readers (laughs) any longer
1: you don't think these guys are up to current on everything going on
0: it is uncommon i think for to find people that have written into the early issues that are still hardcore collectors because they were just kids and like you know most kids most kids outgrow the things that they are passionate about (laughs) they don't carry it into their entire adult life and make it their entire make it their entire defining characteristic huh it's weird of you to say that greg the gi joe guy yeah it is weird i wish i (laughs) i don't have a letter in any of these i wish i had written it as a kid it would be more impactful I'm sure there are a couple, but in all, overall, you don't hear a lot of people talk about, oh, hey, my letter was in issue 12 or whatever. All right. So now let's talk about this issue. What are your thoughts on this issue? A non-Larry Hama written book? I enjoyed it. I mean, it definitely does feel different. Uh,
1: pacing feels a little bit different. They went everywhere, though. And there's actually another. There's one question on here where it's somebody writing in from Australia. And he's just like, hey, they did a lot of traveling. Will you guys come to Australia? And they were just like, Oh, I'm sure they'll make it there eventually. But they they moved around. It was a it was a good issue though.
0: Yeah, this is a good you know, they've got stuff going on, on kinda like they got two different things going on. You got Clutch and Scarlet doing their thing and then you got Stalker and Breaker and Snake Eyes doing their thing. And you know, it tells a pretty good self contained story. I actually you know, this is another one that on a revisit I feel like actually holds up really well. I'm especially fond of the like Clutch and Scarlet dynamic, like the they don't like each other, but they work together and it so there's a lot of like kinda like buddy cop cutting with cutting up with each other going on. I think this is a real good it's a real good portrayal of both of these characters for such an early book that Scarlet is pretty serious and is dedicated to the mission and is willing to make sacrifices and like doesn't let anything get in her way. And Breaker's kind of like a comedic guy. He's an aggressive driver. He I mean like it just it kinda hits all those buttons of the characteristics that to this day we still recognize as the for these two characters. So I do like this issue. It has a good little twist with the guy that they're escorting, you know, kind of being in on it, which I would not have seen coming as a kid. It is fair to say that this book is not exceptional and I only say that because the bar I feel like had been getting higher and higher. Like every issue seemed to be better than the the last. And then up to the October Guard story, and then we kind of hit a little bit of a lull. And I mean, I've said this multiple times, but I'm extremely excited to talk about issue ten because there's so much. It's really like the beginning of the new the new wave. We've got a new enemy, a new character, a new piece of equipment. Like number ten is very exciting. And then and then that's it, Jaron. After issue ten, it's on to new joes
1: oh man i'm gonna miss these guys there's gonna be a lot less bubble gum in these new new
0: uh, new issues yeah don't get too attached to them because the more you add to the roster the less you see of these guys it's what makes these 10 issues so unique is that they... are you
1: telling me i'm not gonna see a badger in every single issue
0: the only thing i can say is that you're we are coming up on the introduction to tripwire so i guess i better buckle in for that hey hey So, anyway, Issue 9, a good issue, honestly, and an overlooked issue, and uh, worth the reread, absolutely. Uh, An enjoyable read under any circumstances. And it wouldn't be a classic G.I. Joe reread if it didn't also come with a classic reissue three-pack of figures. Yay! In 2005, Hasbro put out a three-pack of three figures that are based on this comic. Jaron, do you know who they are? Have you already looked? I have not. Would you like to take a guess? As is your normal.
1: Um, I'm gonna say Stalker. I'm gonna say a. Oh gosh, this is pretty early. I feel like we wouldn't be getting a Scarlet again already. Um, I'm gonna say Stalker. I'm gonna say. Oh wait, no, the comic packs came out so late, so it doesn't matter how early it was. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna say Stalker Scarlet and a Cobra Trooper.
0: No, they wouldn't have done it. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I'm gonna say Cobra Trooper because that was my first thought. Okay, this three pack comes with two characters from our original 13 that we didn't have an appropriate uh, figure for. It comes with a Breaker. It comes with a Scarlet, but not in her regular. But she's in a regular outfit, not her uh, Kung Fu tournament outfit that we got from issue two. <laughs> and it comes with. Hologram Cobra Commander. Now, Mm. I'll be the first to admit that when this issue, when this book came out, I mean, the two characters we didn't have, I'm all for. I've said many times that this original 13 lineup from these comic book packs is great, except for the figures that they messed up. But the regular lineup is good. When I saw this Hologram Cobra Commander, I was like, this is stupid and it's a waste of space. And I am insulted that this is what they chose to add. And I can effectively say that over the years, that i feel completely different this figure kicks ass and it looks sweet seeing the pictures of it now that looks awesome it actually becomes a figure that is more useful than you know there's 50 plus cobra commanders and they Mm -hmm. all you know once you've got your basics out of the way there's only you know four or five redesigns that are actually unique from one another so and so after that they it's all the same you know it's just here he is with a hood but he looks a little different or here he is with a battle mask, and he's got, you know, a different, it's a darker blue. But this Cobra Commander is a hologram, and is like, they did a good job on it, and it's useful and cool. I actually think this figure is is really, really neat. I mean, obviously it has a very specific usage, but, I mean, who's, you know, they made a Snake ass that's exposed to radiation poisoning. Like, there's some very select uses for some figures out there, but I, I do like this figure a lot. I've come around on it, and I... Uh, I think it's got i think it's a cool looking idea they it was you know they were kind of in a bind to not just produce another crappy figure and i think over the years i've like i've really warmed up to the the how interesting this figure is i think really all three of these are are solid looking figures so that's going to do it for us today that is gi joe number nine. Oh, sorry most important thing before we leave you We are changing the format of the show. That seems serious, but it's not that bad. We are just changing the release dates. Going forward, our episodes will be releasing on Wednesdays now instead of Mondays. I've had a change in my work schedule that makes it really difficult to edit these in time to get them out, and I really want to stick to our schedule. So I'm giving you guys a warning right now that going forward, our episodes will be releasing Wednesday mornings. It's not like you do 99.9%
1: of the work, Greg. I don't see why anything needs to change.
0: Well, get bent, Jaron. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on social media at Anything Joe's Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us directly at anythingjoespod at gmail.com. And you can find our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash anythingjoes. We want to thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to talking to you again in two weeks and two days where anything's available for discussion here on Anything Joes.